Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook. We're hanging out with the UNL rodeo team. It's pretty cool. I feel, I feel like we're in the field of dreams for horses and rodeo and riding in here. It's, it's awesome. Lindsay, you having a good time? Having a great time. Been in this arena a few times, barrel racing, and, but it's always fun to be with true rodeo athletes. And I feel like anytime you're around more rodeo athletes or people that do this for a living, you can always learn something um, as far as whether it's barrel racing, roping, or just working with horses in general. So anytime I can be around, surround myself with people who know horses and know this type of lifestyle, I always take it as an opportunity to learn, and I love it. Or Lindsay, I've been thinking, uh, you know, about riding horses and stuff, and how it relates to coaching. And you know, this this rodeo team here trains just like we do. They train four days a week. They have drills. They have sequences they go through, practices. So it's no different. But the other thing that I I found working with horses is you have to you have to build a relationship and you got to build trust with the horses and then once they feel that they'll do whatever you want but you're constantly working on that relationship and the trust and and trying to work with that horse and um, I, I, I really think it's helping me see coaching in a little bit different way because uh, I, I think I think some of our players are like horses a little stubborn <laughs> you gotta, but once you get them to go they go well just like our players I feel like each horse is they got their own personalities, they have their own little quirks. Yeah. Uh, they respond to you differently, so you can't ride each horse the same way. You have to understand the way they move, the way they operate, maybe what gets them a little more worked up, and I think that's a great translation for coaching, and I, I hope this new hobby of yours is, you know, where it carries over to the court, because I think there are a lot of lessons that apply. Um, just as you have to gain the player's trust, you gain these horses' trust, you have to take care of them, you have to learn about them. You can't just hop on a horse and expect to be able to ride. You have to figure out that horse ahead of time and get to know them and just like a, an athlete. So they're athletes, they're just four-legged athletes and they have to operate under pressure just like our athletes have to operate under pressure. So one, one of the great things about Reba is she's teaching me how to rope. She's a, she's a veteran, so she knows what to do. and. I feel like sometimes she looks at me like, you're such a rookie. Like when I hit her in the head with a rope. <laughs> but uh, anyway, when I, when I first got her, she was, she was not a, a lovey-dovey horse. And then once we've built this relationship now, she uh, loves, loves to get her neck rubbed and her head rubbed and, and loves the attention. It's pretty cool. And you know, the other thing is, you know, these horses love to work. They, uh, I think they get bored just hanging out, and they, they when they get to work, they really like it. Reba definitely does. I think some days Dreamer, Dreamer would much rather stay at the hay bale, but uh, Reba's definitely a tremendous athlete and rope horse. I mean, and that's a great, great horse for you to start learning on because she knows what she's doing. It allows you to figure out your trait a little bit quicker, and she kind of like you have to take care of her. She's going to take care of you while you're on her and help her with this new hobby of roping and I mean you just learn to work together as one as a team just just as you're a team on volleyball court coaching staff our whole program we have to work together as a team 
you learn that same thing with these horses. So Lindsay, one thing I've really noticed about you, you're really comfortable around horses, you know everything, and I know you grew up on a farm, so how, how did, when did you start riding and how did you get into it and then how did you, and I know you played volleyball, basketball, because I saw you get knocked out once and come in and hit free throws in a in the championship game, whatever, so what, how did you, how did you manage all this and still keep up with horses? Well, it was more of a summer hobby, but my grandfather got me started in horses. He, they grew up, that's how they got work accomplished. You know, when his, when he was growing up is, you had to rely on a horse and he really liked horses. So he got us a horse when we were younger and started learning on them and it was our chores. So you had to get up and do chores and I convinced my parents when I was in junior high that I wanted another step up horse to start doing more with. So get up and do chores, ride early in the morning before I had weights or or whatever it be or I knew I was coming in for club and then um, show whenever I could and so it's just a really it was an outlet for me actually to after I spent you know a whole day playing club volleyball if I had the opportunity to come home and ride that night or if I had an opportunity to ride that morning it was an outlet that just kind of let me clear my mind and put me at peace and I really find peace when I'm on horseback and have grown to love it so um, I think it's important, like it was an important part of my childhood and I want it to be an important part of my boys' childhood because I think there's a lot of lessons learned, but um, you learn how to work hard and take care of an animal, but I think there's a lot of things you get back from them too. And so that hard work in the gym, hard work playing, carried over to hard work, you know, getting a horse ready to ride. I couldn't just expect if I wanted to show, I couldn't let her go a month without riding her. She had to be ready to go, so that time put in either early in the morning or at night in order to get her ready. Yeah, that's, that's one thing I, I love about Lindsay. Uh, when uh, I asked her, how's the day going? She starts telling me about her chores she did in the morning. She's chores every morning taking care of these horses. Because she's got, well, we got Bud who's taking the day off. Bud, Bud's, uh, you know, he's got, a, he's a volunteer coach. He can't work too hard. And then, uh, she has two other horses as well, so she's taking care of five horses and four kids. <laughs> so, so I bet you, I bet you the horses are a good break right. for the kids. Horses four are boys. They don't complain what I feed them for breakfast. They love it. They look forward to seeing me. Boys, sometimes I'm not sure if they want to see me when I wake them up in the morning. So I remember when it came up for Bud was up for sale and wasn't going to work for the boys, and I brought him, brought it to your tent to see if you wanted to buy him and. You asked me if I was crazy or if you were crazy getting into horses. I think now you think that you made the right decision once you've been riding, but what, what made you to make that swing? Was it because you watched Yellowstone? Was it you were interested in challenge yourself in another way? Because I know you're never satisfied without the next challenge, or what really made you say yes to that purchase? Yeah. Well, first of all, my, my son Taylor was living in Wyoming, met a girl and went on some rides and said he wanted to get a horse. So we switched from a motorcycle to a horse. So I said, okay, got to stay in on this one. And then um, Yellowstone probably had something to do with it. You know, and we built a house in Wyoming that, you know, I want to retire up there. So, uh, you know, it's a lifestyle up there, horses. So it just all kind of came together and you talked me into it. I think we were on the road at Wisconsin and Purdue playing and when all this was going on. And, and uh, but the cool thing is since then I've, you know, you get in the horse world in Nebraska and met so many cool people, like all these guys and girls here, hardworking, these ranch cowboys, and 
I got to go brand with a family out in uh, Overton, Nebraska, the Enoch family, and it's it's you just meet all these great people, hard hard working, and um, much respect for what they do. And I, I think it's it's like I said, it's a lifestyle, and and uh, but you know it's fun, and um, so I don't know. Here we are. Yeah, you kind of went from zero to a hundred. You yeah. went from getting a horse to getting another horse to branding like within two weeks. Yeah. So yeah, it, uh, you're learning. You had to learn quick. Your learning curve was pretty steep, but. I, I'm impressed. Like I feel like you've become almost a natural on there, and I can see that um, being on a horseback is has definitely brought another joy to your your face or j new joy to your face. I just I feel like when you're talking about your horses, I can see you kind of glowing now, and I think that's really cool to see how much you've really dove into this new hobby, but how much you've embraced it, and you bring the same passion to this as you do coaching almost. Yeah, it's fun. You know, and the, here's the thing, Lindsay, you know, you don't think about Nebraska football too much when you're riding these horses. Right. You know, you, it's a great hobby. It's a great uh, distraction. And so it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's fun. And you're out in nature too, which is great. And, uh, you know, and you, and you got these powerful animals that can do amazing things. So it's, and I think it, it's helped me with coaching. I mean, it's, it makes me think. Of, it makes me think about how to be a better coach, work, working and training these horses.